very good evening to you ladies and gentlemen it's monday evening it's a rainy monday here in the lovely commonwealth of dominica a lovely day nonetheless yes we are here for another edition of kingdom connection for tonight the 22nd day of august always good to know that you are in our listening audience Extend a very pleasant evening to the many of you listening in Dominica, in the Caribbean, and across the world. I know some, so many of you just can't miss Kingdom Connection. Me too. I join your group. Just good to know that so many of you encourage us all the time. Even if some of you do it very quietly. Thanks for your support. Somebody told me to advise you to have kako tea tonight with a little arrowroot. So that's fine. Get your kako tea outside and put your arrowroot outside as well. Mix that thing nicely. Make it a little thick, you know. And if you have a dry dash in somewhere, you can put it by the fire. Or put it in the oven, you know? So let's have kako and dashing. And as you do that, get your telephone in your hands because you, we're going to be doing the, the roll call momentarily. It's going to be your time to call us, tell us where you're listening from. Let's do that right now. The numbers are 449 You can do the DG thing on 616-4257. Or you call the overseas line on 305-432-9624. It's your roll call on Kingdom Connection. On the right side, good evening. Vian Shishi, yeah, man. Okay, merci, Musa. <laughs> on the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Rodney. Yes, good evening. And good evening to the other pastors that will be with you tonight. Yes. Point Michelle is well locked in. Point Michelle is well locked in. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Rodney. Yes, good evening. You call that a wap to you and your. Hello, uh-huh. Call that a wap up. It's a wap up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have a, Have a good night to Blue Blue. On the right side, good evening. Hello. I'm sorry, I'll get back to you in a while. On the telephone, good evening. You are on the right side. Well, it's ginger tea you have. Okay, that's all right. I'll do as well. On the right side, good evening. Good evening. How are you all, pastors? We are, your we are doing very well, thanks. Okay, Melvin Hall, Marigot is always locked in. Always locked in. God bless you, Melvin Hall, Marigot. 
On the right side, good evening. Good evening. Yes. One people. Are the three honorables there? <laughs> yes. None not missing, you sure? None not missing. Okay. Well, let me say good evening to a special one. I heard him in the news. Pastor Matthew. Okay. Good evening, good evening. Good, good, um, good job. Thank you, you know in what? I heard you in the news. Thank you, thank you. All right. Good speech. Thank you. And my other pastor, pastor. The other one? Which Pastor one? Jay is there? Pastor Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's there. Bonsoir, bonsoir. And Honorable Randy Rodney is there. Yeah. Always. Okay. So I don't have to go and look for anybody. All right. Okay. No passing post office. All right. God bless you. <laughs> on the right side. Sorry about that. Let's try this one. On the right side. Good evening. Good night. I'm listening, but don't forget me. Eh? Okay, good. Yes, I won't forget you. God bless. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, how are you all doing? We're doing very good, thanks. Okay then, Richie, good up is locked in. Nice to hear your hey, voice, Richie, my good dear. Good evening, good evening, Richie. Yes, my dear, good evening, take care. Wonderful. Thanks. On the right side, good evening. Good night, Pastor Rodney. Yes, good night. Jackson, look out for we are on the right side today. Oh. We have lots of rain. You have lots lots of rain. Sorry, the all right my darling i know you somebody like you will have that nice to know that you tuned in on the right side good evening good evening chocolate tea i have chocolate tea you have okay of course always well locked in on the right side good evening Yes. Nice to hear your voice and thanks for calling tonight. God bless you. On the right side, good evening. Good evening. Hallandale, Florida, slash Monjon is on the right side. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good to know that you are on the right side. Daddy coming through the door. Help your mother clean this house. Just about two minutes, we'll change gears and we'll get into a talking points commentary for the night. But well, let's get back to your telephone on the right side. Good evening. Hello. Hello, good night. Yes, good evening. Yam peace, I'm on the right side. Yam peace on the right side. God bless you, man. On the right side, good evening. Trafalgar. Trafalgar, well locked in. On the right side, good evening. I thought there was no right side tonight. Yeah. On the right side, not in New Jersey, but in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, I'm following you, you know, I notice you in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> good yeah, to hear from you, though. For a while. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'll pass them a few good night for me and pass it back. Of course, of course. They're both hearing you. God bless you. Okay, God yeah. bless you. Yeah. On the right side, good evening. Bafestid. Bafestid. On the right side, good evening. St. Thomas is listening. Beautiful. Good to know. Have a good night in St. Thomas. And that you must be your final call. Good evening. You are on the right side. 
Yes, Campbell, it had me seen of that children. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, man. God bless you. One more call. Good evening. You're on the right side. Good evening, pastors. Uh, we do have um, Ara to put in the cocoa, but we'll put a little flour. Good evening, Toronto in the house. Thank you very much. Put a little flour. It does the same job. Thank you. <laughs> All right, my friends. Okay, let's take this final one, and then we'll get into our talking points commentary for the night. Good evening. You are on the right side. Oh, wonderful. Glad to hear from you, Live Housing Scheme. Ladies and gentlemen, let's change gears and get into our talking points commentary for tonight. talking points commentary this evening i want to first make a comment on the increase of the fuel prices um and i'm making the comment because i went to the pump to the fuel pump yesterday and i tried to make a vary and asked the attendant to fool my tank Ladies and gentlemen, she did, when I turned to look at the, the gauge, it was $307 going. I say, excuse me, stop there. I didn't plan to pay all that. And so I went back, meticulously, my brothers and sisters, my friends, to a release uh, from the government of the Commonwealth of Dominica. Now, I have two problems with the increase in the gas price. Now, I am not economist. I just like to listen to the news. And because I have to spend, I want to know why I'm spending. Okay? And listening to the international news, the price of the crude is dropping. Now, I always thought that the price of the retail has to do with the price of the crude. So I don't understand how the price of the crude is dropping and the price of the fuel is going up. So one of you who have the explanation, you can please enlighten me. Okay? But, but one, the other thing that had me mesmerized in my thought or maybe discombobulated from my come is that the release from government says that the government in fact the 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 report from 
Dominican News Online, says that the government of Dominica increases subsidy on petroleum products. And then I realized it was not the DNO that used that word, but that was actually in the correspondence from the ministry. Now, you all know me very well. I just don't like to take what people say as gospel. And I am slow sometimes, so I went to the dictionary to get the meaning of the word subsidy. And the dictionary tells me that a subsidy is a sum of money granted by the state or a public body to help an industry or business keep the price of a commodity or service low. So the primary application I'm getting from this and what I used to know when I served in the insurance industry is that the government would pay an amount. That's a subsidy. They dole it out. They give it. So in the U.S. and uh, in the U.K., when farmers felt that their insurance premiums had gone up, the government would pay a certain percentage of the premium, and that is called a subsidy. But that's not what our government is doing. Our government says that the price has increased, and all they do is they taking a little less money than they were taking. Now, to understand that well, you have to get into the price structure of fuel. So fuel has surcharge, fuel has VAT, and, and everything on it. Now, all the government is doing is saying, okay, we were getting $100, we will now take 80 I don't know if you can call that a subsidy, but I think it's kind of misleading if you ask my slow brain to say that it's a subsidy because government not paying nothing. We're still giving government money from the expensive gas that we're paying. Now, if you ask me for where we are now and the fact that our government is so rich we're so rich that we have money everywhere in the world. All you can just take all the tax on that, man. If the, if the price of the fuel is that high, you, you can forfeit that for the next six months, Mr. Finance Minister. Just take a break. Give the people a break. Let them breathe. Right? I, I told my, my children uh, yesterday afternoon that um, right now we have to count where we're going, measure the distance, and walk the rest. Okay, and, and I'm serious about that um, because if the price a gallon of gas is already $19 right now with $100 you can get 5 gallons if you're driving a pickup 5 gallons not work that's about a little over a quarter tank okay uh, even if it's gas or diesel it's about the same one of these pickups uh, will, 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 will be consuming about 15 to 16 gallons per tank Right? So think about that. And those days, the gas even finishing faster. So you and I, ladies and gentlemen, we need to begin to do something about ourselves. Like I said, I'm concerned, one, that when I read the international news, 
the price of crude seemed to be dropping. I hope I'm not making an error in that. Uh, while the price of fuel here is increasing, the price of fuel in the U.S. has dropped over the last few months, right? And that is a fact. Um, and then I find the, the communique is certainly misleading. Um, be directly the people say government is taking a little less money when you buy the gas. You're not subsidizing nothing, okay? As far as I'm concerned. The second thing I want to comment on has to do with the Commonwealth of Dominica police force. And I've often said that our police has lost their, their understanding of their mandate. Their mandate must be to protect and serve, not to torment and torture and harass. But they keep doing that, depend on who you are, depend on how vocal you are, depend on whether you are singing Sankey or singing another song. Okay? They need to do that. But while they are not doing the work, if you ask me, gun violence is increasing. While they are not doing the work, then we have more of this criminal activity happening all around us. Some of them in the eyes of the police. Some of them around the police. Some of them that the police know. And uh, some of them the police will turn a blind eye on. Let me tell you a few of them. And those, some of you are going to get a little upset, but that's fine. Drink some lubia water. There is no law that has legalized the smoking of marijuana. The law doesn't legalize the smoking of marijuana. So tell me what you see on the road if it's what the law should allow or not. I'm just talking about, I'm not saying that it's good to smoke or not good to smoke. I'm just talking about the police and their work. There are so many things happening here that I believe the police must check on. But instead, if you call them about something else that they get excited about, they will do that. Like I said, we've had 13 murders and uh, up to now for the year. And if by that trajectory, if nothing is done, it will keep increasing. And I know that when it goes down, you hear the minister tout as though they cause it to go down and so on. But we have 13 murders already. But gun violence is increasing. We have a lot of, apparently, we have a lot of unlicensed guns in our country. We know that the police got two barrels of them up to now. We don't know who owned them or whether the, it has been distributed to the person who brought them in. We need to tighten this up because this is our country. And I often say when I speak like that, that I'm not like those people who have dual citizenship. When things get too bad here, they can jump on a boat and go somewhere else or on a plane or their president will call for them if things happen here. I don't have that luxury. I, I, I didn't bang water come here. I live here. I'm not French and I'm not U.S. Uh, and so that's why I speak the way I speak because I want to preserve what's there. I intend to live all. And so I ask you, the Commonwealth of Dominica police force, to begin to be the police force for the people, not for a particular set. Talking Point Country for tonight, the 22nd day of August 2022.
of the Lord has come down on the earth. The church that seems to slumber has no reason from its knees. And dry bones are responding to the fruits of new birth. And this is now a time for declaration. The words will go to all men everywhere. My brothers, good evening to both of you, uh, Pastor Jack and uh, Pastor Matthew. You are both here tonight. And uh, Pastor Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We just have a lot of rain and a little cold tonight. A little I, cold tonight. I didn't get my hoodie. Okay. So my hoodie is in Shackwell. <laughs> <laughs> what a place for it to be. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I see that tonight with a boy. I, I left my hoodie in Shackwell. Shackwell is now more than another one that he feels. So usually I wear my hoodie. And it's very cold up there. Okay. Very, very cold. Mm. It's Bellevue, so very yeah. cold up there. Yeah. So yeah. I often keep my hoodie there and all my warm clothes. So I came down without that. But I'm doing all right otherwise. How are you? I'm doing well. All right. And I'm, I'm just a well. shout a very quick shout out to all my folks over there in the diaspora in Texas, the fountains and Polly and Maddox. I want to say a very good evening to you all. I know you all are listening and sometimes you all come together to listen. I appreciate that a lot. Still your pastor, Atlanta, Georgia. I want to say hello to Dr. Laura. And um, Glenn and Julian and Bernard and all those those wolf folks, eagle-like folks, I used to be all gospel mission folks who still listen and come on Zoom and to hear what their pastor have to say. Um, um, I, I am I'm encouraged by that because um, you guys are in America where they have a church for every every car, so um, you have many you have options. You, you have options and you don't have to come to listen to me. I want to say a shout out to my niece in London who makes that special effort every time. Um, Tuesdays and, and, and Wednesdays to attend church in Pishan and Randy years she has been gone to school she she's still stick to a church mm-hmm. people like Paul Lee who has stick to his church and have not taken membership in any church in America oh wow no and he say his heart is still in his church and, and I feel good about people like Bernard um, I want to say hello to my sister in Florida. If I'm finally you find Q95. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you where to just Google Q95 and you will find it want to hear your brother speak. Uh, um, so I'm going to shout out in case you find Q95. In New Jersey, Miss Mosgrave, Gertrude, how are you doing? Ella, Eloise, hey, what's up? All of you down here who are listening in the diaspora, and even though you are quiet, um, a private listener, a very quiet private listener, um, we want to remember you too and say how much we appreciate you. When in the supermarket on the road, you say, I, I, I hear you knew, I hear you knew. Um, some of you have not seen me say I do a long time I haven't seen you but I hear you knew every Monday I hear you knew so I say well at least you know I'm alive alive once you hear my voice that means I'm alive these other guys cannot mimic my voice and you will recognize me and um, one place I don't like people to remember see me often is in funerals you know um, <laughs> that's not a nice place to meet again after many years it's always I say one of these I said to one of my friends so somebody have to die for me to see you <laughs> so you know um so to the glides people for Bellevue um Grand Bay Pichelin, wherever you may be a very good evening to you tonight um you can take um Pastor Randy advice I realize I checked my caco finish so I have to buy some caco and but I have the Toluma so those of you who have caco give me caco I'll give you Toluma <laughs> so we'll exchange <laughs> And tonight I really drink a hot cackle, not too thick, but um, I'll see if I get some to make a cackle tonight and, and fix myself up proper, you know. And uh, most, but last but not least, I want to say a big shout out to all my wife. Um, I know mom's listening tonight, and I never think you, you doubt the fact that 
whether I mention your name or not, you know, you are my heart, you are my love, you are my everything, every day. So uh, I want to say good evening to all my in-laws in Totola um, and those who are listening to me. Maybe uh, my sister-in-law in Canada. I say a very good evening to all of you. Good shout out to you. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show with us tonight. Thanks, Jack. Matthew. He died. He can't pick, pick up himself <laughs> from the floor. <laughs> he can't pick up himself from the floor. <laughs> but I let everybody know he's laughing, laughing. That's why you can't talk. And you realize, you know, he doesn't want me to see anything. You know, he comes before. <laughs> so, so I let the audience know why you can't talk. <laughs> and tell them why. Well, you can confess, confess to them why you can't talk. Tell them why. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Randy, I'm telling I'm you. I'm just listening. You know, you, I'm telling you, you miss out on, a, on, a, on an important facial <laughs> expression. You, they, 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 you know, there's certain moments that you just need, you know, you, you just need a camera to, 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 to get those things. Yeah, I'm moment. telling you. <laughs> Pastor Jack stepped into an area there, I'm telling you, and he just got stuck for a moment there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I want to say a special good evening to all those of you listening. And, you know, Randy, is interesting. It's very, very interesting based on, you know, all what's happening, what's going on. I want to thank God for for all those of you continue to, you know, you know just to stick with us. And you continue to send your, your love, your messages of encouragement and support. We're so thankful. All of you continue to send your, um, you know, th- those remarks. I really do appreciate that. I know we talk about them all the time. You know, it's always important when we sometimes, you know, go through those moments in our lives when, you know, just to know that you're there and the support is, is right there. We're so thankful. All of you around the world, those of you even, you know, in those of you in, in Gurup and Pity Sufria and, and, and Marigot and, and Woodford Hill, and I'm telling you, you know, those of you out there in, in um, Mon Prosper, you know, words, words cannot really express. Those of you in New Jersey and 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 new york we're just so thankful that that you're always there with us and god's blessings and all of you tonight it's a rainy night in dominica but we're thankful for you know for all what's happening and um and all that's 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 going on i really appreciate all that you're doing thank god for for my family who continue to be a great support you know that that you have been you know great support just to to be able to be there i want to thank god for my wife who's you know just consistent in, in all that that she does and just want to thank god for her continue to be a great 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 encouragement in my life personally amen those of you send your your words today all those the thoughts that you sent really appreciate that and uh, i just want to thank you i know you've those of you listened even to the talking point commentary this evening i'm certainly sure that you would be encouraged by what you hear i i you know i based on what pastor randy said i'm certainly sure well you know you may not be seeing me much um on the mondays night uh from tonight because if if, if pastor randy um, you know, vehicle was costing him a little over three hundred dollars to fill his vehicle, and of course, uh, Pastor August coming from Marigot to Kingdom Connection will be much less in town. So, so Pastor Randy, you know, I just want to say hello to the people in case I am not here next Monday. <laughs> because, due, to, you know, due to gas prices, you know, due to <laughs> fuel know, increase yeah, prices, because, you know, Randy lives in Buffalo and it's costing three hundred and something dollars. Not to get to Rosu. For, for yeah. the day. For the day. But, you know, but, you know, but, but, you know but, Jack, Jack <laughs> Matthew is trying to be a politician. But, but I, I think um, those who <laughs> love him, say what I didn't say. Those who love him will, will sponsor his gas. All right. To have him there. He has to believe but God. But we, we understand the gas, gas issue. Yeah, <laughs> God will help yeah. you. But but it is, I, you know, I say that just to, to raise an awareness there, but really and truly, it is is definitely um, 
you know, uh, very high as it relates to a lot yeah. of people. I, I, I hear the cry. I hear the cry of people all the time and, uh, you know, being on the block and just listening to the heart of people. I know it's it's a lot. And it, it is definitely I've seen I've seen the increase you know I, I saw it and I realized whoa it's like you serious I mean you know I, some people is like hey, hey, you serious that's all you you keep hearing you serious yeah you know it's it's yeah it's, it's just amazing you know even the price yeah. of yeah. kerosene everything has gone up. everything has gone up in fact even diesel has gone up too diesel is 16 something too yeah that's what it is you know? so yeah so wow. every, everything is up now everything well, is up We'll have to increase everything. Yeah, everything is up. Um, um, my products have to increase. My wife said to me that she bought a pound of fish uh, a couple of days ago, and she said, I only bought it because of you, know, you like fish, <clears throat> for $13 a pound. And of come pounds? $13? <laughs> $13 a pound. And the guy said, well, mama, as you know, the price of gas go up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yes. You know, listen, it's, it's becoming increasingly difficult to, to, for people to live comfortably in this country. And there's no argument about this. Yeah. Uh, because you don't hear of salary increases. In fact, any time there is any question of salary increase, uh, some people behave as though um, it's, a, it's a crime that people are asking um, for salary increase. Yeah. Uh, but they give you explanation. That's why I, I wanted to make a point about the word used. <clears throat> that government increases its subsidy to petrol, um, and for me that's misleading. It's 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 except that they they need to tell us what is the the increase of subsidy. Well, no, they will say that the increase is, is the fact that, like I said, they they taking less taxes. That's mm -hmm. about it. But that's not a subsidy, Randy. But can no, be no. a subsidy. But he explained quite frankly what that can is. be a subsidy. I'm, I'm one of the days I'm, I'm a family member of mine. Um, she was being very cautious and trying to be respectful. And um, she said, she said, I don't know how, how, how to ask you that. And she kind of mumbling. I said, ask me. She said, let me ask you, how, how are you making it in Dominica? <laughs> and I said, she told me, I, I, I can see what's happening in America. How are you making it down there? And I gave her a few things might I not be able to send for radio. And the truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. Because she, 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 she was just like marvel at what she hears. She's she wondering how Dominicans um, was making it. And, and this weekend I had a, cup, a couple. I don't shop in Dominica. I, I like to shop, but I don't shop in Dominica. I can't shop. I can buy a couple of things um, here and there. But when you're talking about shopping, shopping. I, yeah. I can't shop in yeah. Dominica. I only shop if I travel. And um, um, those who shop, uh, one of the people will tell me, um, she went to, to a certain place and she bought a jar of mayonnaise. And, and as she was coming into the supermarket, the mayonnaise was close to the door. Mm -hmm. So she had a customer buying mayonnaise. She just picked a bottle as she was going in. And then she finished her shopping and then she went home and she was talking to a friend of hers who, who also mentioned that to her. She bought the mayonnaise and she bought the mayonnaise for 22-something, the bottle. And she said she didn't pay no it because she had a customer buying the minus for eleven dollars. So when the friend having the conversation over the phone, she said no, she that is the same size of minus she have. She went back to her bag mm -hmm. and checked. God bless she had the receipt and found out the minus had increased by ten dollars. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know that, but she had a customer buying the same thing. But so as much as she does, she just pick up one on the way, and lo and behold, it was twenty two dollars in some sense. Um. 
I almost was rude to tell her, well, you don't eat mayonnaise? Um, if you don't eat mayonnaise, you know, there are some things Dominicans have to learn to do without now. Jack, listen, I, I, I went to do, uh, and I, 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 I give somebody a quote some time ago, and they wanted me to do the job for them, so mm -hmm. I went to get the materials, and then I had to call them to say, you know what, we have to really look at this thing. Because the cost of the steel went up by 42%. You know, by a little percent, you know what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, 42% is a lot, a lot of percent. A lot of percent. And then I began to take stock. You know, generally men, men buy, except Jack. Jack is not a guy who buys like me. Mm -mm. I go in a store, I see something, I want it, I buy it. Sometimes I get the price after. Mm -hmm. Jack is not like that. I have a laser beam calculation yeah, 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 yeah. in my head. Jack's not like that. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so if you're a man and you buy, you shop like me, sometimes mm -hmm. you buy something and you walk out. Mm -hmm. But then I began to think, right? And then my wife came home some time ago and I said, but I thought you went to do groceries. She came back with free plastic bags. <laughs> <laughs> Money finished. <laughs> You know, like, it's a fact, it's not a joke. So, so I, I, I thought it was a joke. I said, we were mm. laughing. I said, Brad, I'm serious, you know. I, mm. I, can't, I couldn't buy all the things I went out to buy. No. So I came back with what I could buy. And I went like, okay. And then it dawned on me, Jack, that I have not traveled mm -hmm. to go anywhere to shop since 2019. Well... So uh, when I traveled, I would do my shopping. Right. You know, I would buy the things that were kind of pricey here and, you know, save ourselves some money. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing now that all the money we're making is going to consumables. Yeah. Things you have to eat. Right. And drink. So you buy a carton of water <laughs> for $36, the cheapest, a carton of water. And um, you ask yourself, but how, if you work so hard and you, you're not making enough money to survive, mm -hmm. you wonder what is happening to the other person. Right. Yeah. That is where, that I, is you know, question. this is, this is I, where, I, I, I hear that all the time. This is where it's hard, Randy, when you think about it, because what is, what you, I mean, I just coming, just coming from a conversation with someone, you know, where we've been speaking about that for, for a lengthy uh, amount of time, because the, the, the hard thing is not even so much that you're going to buy something that you're custom buying, but what about somebody who are not measuring up to anything that you, you probably might be bringing home? Mm -hmm. You think about it, and 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 the, the the woman was saying to me, the lady was saying to me, she said, you know, I mean, you could imagine having to to buy this pack of of uh, of bacon for twenty eight dollars. That's something you can only buy for Christmas. No, no, think about it. How many people really can know, buy bacon for twenty eight dollars? Will eat bacon for, for 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 this year? But 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 pause. Let's 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 get to more in more practical things. After my wife and I had a conversation about the groceries. The following morning, she got up and she said, you know, Randy, I have an idea. Because out of this thing, I've been thinking, these single mothers who have to send their children to school, mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it. Mm. And she immediately went on a drive. Right. You know, and, and, and to, you know, get some stuff. And fortunately, we were able to present quite a few children with some stuff already, right. you know, the books and some, in some cases, some shoes and some school bag and, and so on from what we could, we could gather and collect. 
Okay? Because we're thinking that is essential. Uh, you need to send the child to... You don't have to eat bacon. No, no, no. Right? But you have to eat bread yep. or something. Right. But you have to send the child Just to for school. This. I mean, yep. it, it really... You, you got what I'm saying? So, so, so it's not even luxury, right? You, you, you're not looking for ice cream dessert. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're looking for the barest basics. And if our people can't survive... They do need a subsidy. Yes. They need a subsidy. But but when government had you know um, donated more than a subsidy, I don't know where that subsidy passed. Yeah. Okay. Mm. In terms of 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 help after the hurricane and and stuff like that, uh, so, so it it I'm I'm concerned about that. Why? Because there are other attendant uh, 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 challenges that's going to come with that. You know, Jack. Yeah, but but the thing is, um, when you're saying that about the groceries, um, even. When I send a box of groceries to one of the recipients from Open Arms, mm -hmm. I wonder if they ever calculate how much it costs. Because most time, what is in it is not even found in Dominica. Right. And um, when people send barrels, if you meet a reasonable custom officer, they'll understand charity. If you don't meet a reasonable one, you almost say you regret the same. Mm -hmm. You understand what I mean? Right, mm -hmm. right. But one of the things i've been involved in the school feeding program but to hear certain teachers who care because there are some many you have some teachers who are teachers at heart yes yes and one of the things that got me in the school feeding program was a teacher telling me i remember she's still here and she said to me the children cannot these children cannot learn you hear the word we cannot learn. Because they are hungry. Mm -hmm. yeah. I couldn't believe that in Dominica, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And tell me, so many children who come to school and have not had breakfast. Right. And that is something that, that really touched me in a deep way. So, you know, those are the things I think about. But these are the things As that to how we can do something. Involving charity. trying to do something about it. And we're trying. Yeah. You and I have to have some discussions. Yes, um, um, hmm. and, and, and loved us. Let me say a good shout out to you tonight and Loftus and Eloise and Ella. Um, it's a group of us trying mm -hmm. to get that going in Dominica. Um, but right now with charity in Dominica, you have to be very careful that people are not taking advantage of you. Right. Because the people sometimes who need, who truly need, never speaks. Right. They have their own pride, their own dignity, and um, and they have all, to be treated as such. You know. Yes, and we have. That's why we do no, no, no pictures, no nothing, and no social media thing. Or may, people are asked not to do that. Except some people tell you, "I want you to take a picture of me," you know, and they want to post it. They can post it, but we're not allowed to do that because sometimes the people actually pass around. The, they don't say a word. They're in such dire straits that they don't want people to know what they're going through. And it's when you walk in the little alleys, you come to a house, and I have seen people come with me to um, look at um, a condition. Big men, I've seen that maybe more than once, just start to cry, you know. Mm -hmm. Because it shocked them that there would be children mm -hmm. and elderly people living in that condition mm -hmm. in Dominica. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm a bit guilty. I was, when I was involved only in the school feeding program, to me, school feeding, program, the children are going to school, they get food. But when I start doing house to house things, and, and, and one of the caseworkers will say, I want you to come and see so and so. Once you hear that, that means 
I'm all it's beyond them. Yes, our priority line goes um, is shifted all the time. Mm -hmm. We may come this week and tell you, well, that is what we're going to do for you. But when we go over there and we see you're going to be number 20 something, and that is what breaks my heart in Dominica. Often I wish that Bill Gates would see me and help me out. Bill Gates, I want. Mm -hmm. um, or Oprah Winfrey. Um, Steve Harvey, mm -hmm. you know, those fellas will just come to Dominica. Pass my cream money. Yes, pass my cream money from, from, from their perspective. I don't know. This is my conviction. Some people can have a decent, a, a, bit, a, 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 a little decent. You know, living. I don't believe children has a right to go hungry. Mm -hmm. I just, can't, yeah. I cannot process it. Children do not have a right to be hungry. And when a mother tells you, um, I couldn't send the child to school this week because they had no breakfast. The only money I had was my boss money. Because if she ja, doesn't go ja. to work, the rent is not paid. Ja. And yes. But 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 you see, you see, and that let's think critically on this now. Yes. <laughs> These are the very conditions that causes other situations. Many other situations. And that's why I was at a meeting some time yeah. ago and I and I got so emotional that I, I didn't want to start the meeting. Okay. Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, you're painting a nice picture of what you've done, what you've done, what you've done, what you've done, what you've done. Listen, and, and pff, that might sound crude. Jack, a lot of the programs that we're implementing for some of the parents now, I don't think they need it. What I think they need is a way to make their own money mm -hmm. to take care of the children. Because let's go back to the example you just gave. What is that mother going to do? And some Busulavi passed next morning mm -hmm. knows that the mother can't send the two children to school. And I call him a Busulavi. And they are in the, they are in the house alone. Right. What do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. That Busulavi now is going to take advantage of that vulnerable situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. That now makes the situation worse. Either the mother gets pregnant with another child, mm -hmm. or Th that guy is damaging uh, a, a, a 10-year-old or 11-year-old mm -hmm. because the economic situation of that family is so dire mm -hmm. that desperate people are looking to find out how they can fix up the situation, yeah. hoping that it will fix. And it never gets fixed. It keeps getting worse. And that's where we are. And, and on that note, I, I really want to say thank you to... Um, yes, the people in the diaspora, I thank you very much. And I know you may be tonight, we didn't say anything to you. But, Pastor Randy, there are still a few good people in Dominica. Oh, yes, yeah. certainly. Yeah. And I am often moved by the kind of people that don't say the hurrah hooray on the radio or they don't even call. But they have a heart for children. And the commitment is... The still. commitment. Like, the, we be coming now to... Um, or back to school program. Or back to school program is sponsored by um, somebody in Florida, by a white woman who is so much a godly woman. And uh, and she specified it's for her two children. We know for, for the last, um, during the COVID thing, that's why people didn't understand why I was so desperate to get to the homes and distribute food and, and, and things for the people. Because if, if you were that bad before COVID, hmm. Tell me what is happening. Hmm. When you yeah. have children um, at home, and uh, all of you have children, right? and you leave them in the house, when you come back, the fridge, you can see through it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you leave anything colorful in a bottle, you won't meet it. Right. And I used to sit down with my wife and say, but look at the two of us here, you know? And 
my children who are not little children big children still lament the fact that um when i when i mentioned to my to my son who called me last weekend my last child is um how much my light bill was he could say daddy you, you're joking i said no in dominica that's how how much i pay like a mortgage for my, my light bill my light bill is a mortgage by itself mm -hmm. you know and it's two of us do we ever stop for a moment and just think of that mother who is the single mother right who has three children mm -hmm. living the three children in her house and trying to debut and, to debut live. Mm -hmm. and she gets not more than eight hundred dollars a month right and by the time she paid the rent she and she else. take out the boss money i'm exactly. not only not fictitious stories i've given you know, things yep. i hear every day but the only thing i and that's why i encourage and and i i wish i had really shoot out with that program with the pastors who are we're trying to create a database and we trust the pastors to give us real names of real people i'm saying many people i need pastor when if you pass dominic everybody everybody needs but we <laughs> we trying with the limited resources we have in open arms to make sure it goes to the right people we make sure when i send a box of groceries for you that because someone from the um diaspora some some lady came down on the other day and said pastor jack what to do for you um i want to send you um send you some money or send you some groceries i said whatever you want to do whatever the lord sent tell to do because um many people don't understand i see the situation first first hand and it breaks my heart when it comes to a child i just don't i cannot imagine for you to tell me a child goes to school and doesn't have lunch when when she comes back, back. Mm. How, how, how is that possible and in my heart I maybe i'm just thinking um, maybe i don't know how to explain the word how could that not be a community who can feed two children in your community you have yeah. two children who are underprivileged i'm not talking every child needs mm. but two children who do not have meals and we have 50 people in the community that child how so this is the program we're trying to establish a database that we can do our distribution for the pastors that we will take their word their testimony there to actually know you should be if you're a pastor in the community you should know your community mm -hmm. you should know who is in dire need you will tell me yes everybody even people in your church if you give them they'll take because every, they every, almost everybody will take but everybody you have to know take. the dying it and that's what we're trying to establish and that when, and when i said in the beginning of the year we wanted to hear um things just didn't go my way you know to get that going because there are still children who too go many. to bed too, too many. many now 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 a combination of things has to has to happen jack to help this out and 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 i, I i'm looking at it from all perspectives mm -hmm the the environment the economic environment in the country is 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 not good no there are few people making plenty money and, and many people making no money and too many people making no money okay and that is a sign of a, a nation that is on its way to absolute bankruptcy okay when a few are filthy rich and most can't have free meals okay that's where we're going whether we like it or not the second thing is that we need a people who 
become what Jesus wants us to become. Mm -hmm. So we need to have a, a heart of compassion. We need to be moved with compassion for those who are so much less fortunate than we are. Mm -hmm. Right? So, so, so that we can reach them. We can find a way to, to, to at least provide some we sustenance. We have to do something. Right, for them. So that they can live. They can live. Yeah. What we have, and some of it has been created for us, is a society that is still mendicant. Mm -hmm. And that mendicancy is leading to greed, Matthew. Yep. The more I have is the more I want. And yes, I hold as much as I can get. Yes. And I'll sit on the can and, and I will move. And uh, even those of us who have known the Lord as our Savior, shamefully, we have been caught up in that kind of, 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 of mood or yes. spirit, if you like, to the extent that we don't see the people who really need. Some of them into our church buildings. And, and, and uh, we, we need to do a little more. I mean, we try, or we're trying, but I'm still not satisfied. As though until I would know from Scotland to Capuchin, every every child who needs is registered. And is that and it's we good, are it's, aware. It's a tall order, but we have to keep working on it. We have to do that. Let's take someone on the telephone. Good evening. You are connected. Yes, good evening to you all again. Good yes, evening. good evening. Um, Pastor Randy, you said something, and I, and I only support it by... I mean, I love the idea of helping. And um, even while you were talking about the prices of stuff, when somebody will ask you, what's up? You will say, well, the sky is up. Mm -hmm. Well, it's no longer the sky is up. It's everything is going up sky high. Mm -hmm. And concerning, you know, blessing somebody with meals, I, I, that's a good thing. But one of the things that we need uh, that is so important that should happen is to put people to sit down to, to, to give them ideas of how to make money for themselves. Yes. Because for how long can we, you know, give somebody, mm -hmm. you understand, mm -hmm. or make them feel comfortable in getting a dollar every day, mm -hmm. you know? And we know people already, the minute they, you cannot give them, they have something to say. Mm -hmm. When I grow up as a, as a young woman, I know how to make a living to maintain my children, to support my children. I know it's hard, but I know that there are things that some women, some people can do yes. to earn a living for themselves. But I mean, the church can, can, can have a, a session of, you know, to have some sessions of some ideas that we can do or put something in place. For example, some people planting vegetables and look for market and do something. I believe now is the time not only to play church or to just preach the gospel, but it's to really, you know, to, 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 to help to people it. to make money for themselves. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. And, and that's an excellent idea. And uh, it's something that, that you know, we've been promoting in our own community. Yeah, we have a program called yeah. Eagle Bees, right? But 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 here is the situation. Here is how this this comes now to be a little more complex. Uh, it, it becomes complex, and I come back to that in a while. On telephone, good evening. You're connected. Very good suggestion by this young lady. Yes. But so I think you use that word then 
since after Simbot died, I have to hear that with discombobulated. <laughs> when you remember Simbot, Pastor Rodney? Yes. When I hear that word, I remember Simbot. Simbot, yes. Yes. And Pastor Rodney, uh-huh. the price of gas went up. The price of food in the supermarket is going up. Mm-hmm. The price of building materials going up. Mm-hmm. This, from this year, one bottle of um, mayonnaise was selling at certain supermarket for twelve ninety-five. This month, twenty something dollars mm-hmm. have changed. Mm-hmm. This year, you know, it was twelve ninety-five. Sir Rodney, but we giving price of gas went up, but we getting duty free on pleasure boats, pleasure yacht. We getting tax free on pleasure yacht and pleasure boat. Both of them is the same thing. Can you believe that? How a government? can be doing nothing so to its people. People are to eat, people are to drink, people are to buy building materials to build. To me, if I told you I have to give something different to be on food, mm-hmm. medicine, not even clothing, you can wear the same clothes a hundred times. And building materials. But you give it up on yours and people are buying yours. You know what the people are buying yours. It's the people that have the money, the big passport sellers, they that will be buying yours. It's not me, you. Pastor, do you have a yacht now? No, no. I have. Okay, I have a That's right. You know, you know, that is another situation. That's, that's another thing that I've thought about. And, and quite frankly, I, I will, I, 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 all of you know that I, I take pleasure in studying my environment, Jack, mm-hmm. right? And I remember when I went to Jamaica, I think <clears> it was 1989, Mm-hmm. I was I was sitting at a restaurant with a, a couple of people, and one of them was a, a, a police sergeant, and we we're talking about the economy and, and what was happening, and uh, conversation was lifted, right? There was a gentleman there from the Philippines. Uh, he was a, a, an attorney, and he couldn't believe what was happening in Jamaica. Me to me, okay. When. I heard this comment from the Prime Minister giving the budget address. I squirmed. Mm-hmm. Because I am thinking that how could you consciously make a decision like that? What is the trickle-down effect? And then when he says that and everybody's clapping, what's the trickle-down effect on the, the, the duty-free concession on a pleasure yacht because that's a government that's that's the questions you have to ask mm-hmm. if if i give jack Letham duty free on his wedding ring that he wants to buy for ten thousand us right. what's the trickle down effect of that how does that affect the rest of the economy and the prime minister said that it will open doors for employment how many two people will come and clean the boat? Machinery. How many boats, pleasure yachts that we can buy? How many of us can do that? But let me tell you what it's tied to, ladies and gentlemen. Critically think with me, please. Because that's that's what we have been talking about. Right, that's what we've been discussing. Critically think with me. When the Prime Minister moved into a residence where the the rental was thirty two thousand and the upkeep and maintenance was another thirty two thousand. You remember what my analysis was. Mm-hmm. How many houses in Dominica rent for 32000 Okay? Who rents it? 
who is renting it who's a tenant and who's a landlord how many okay when the prime minister of an economy where the most expensive rent that you'd find before that 32,000 was a house that a bank would rent for a bank manager would be somewhere in the region of five and six thousand maybe seven thousand dollars furnished eight thousand whatever the case is for a bank manager okay he's managing an economy where only a bank could have afforded to rent a house for its manager for eight thousand dollars the prime minister comes in to rent a house for four times that amount right here is the critical thinking who are you managing the economy for for yourself because if the highest rent in a country that you met is that amount and you come to say guess what i want to rent a house for thirty-two thousand from a, a landlord whoever the landlord is that's a different argument altogether what you actually say to the country is guys our economy has grown so much that now we can afford to rent houses at that, 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 that amount. But that's not the reality. That's not the reality. The reality is you alone can rent a house for 52000 Everybody else who is able to rent a house, who is below the level of a general manager of a bank, has to look for a house of $1,500 and $1,200. Whose economy are you managing? Now, once you took that position and you get a round of applause for it of course you'll of give course. duties on, on on pleasure yachts of yeah. course you'll give duty free listen i see expensive vehicles have fa on it i don't know if those vehicles ever go into a farm <laughs> right now now no, that's how we have to critically think of where we are how are you thinking you are thinking that i'm going to manage this economy i'm going to squeeze the blood out of these people so i can live the life that i and a few of us will live and the rest I don't care a rat still according to Jack about them. That's where it's at. So, so when you do that, but you say you give a subsidy for fuel because you reduce the amount of money, you're taking from the same people who cannot buy fish. Listen, my, home has, my, my, my wife manages my home, mm -hmm. and, and I love that. I don't have that headache. Mm -hmm. My wife said to me a couple of days ago, listen, I know you. Do not just bring somebody home for lunch. No, that was my habit, Jack. I know that. Right? I meet you in town. We, we're talking for a while. I say, okay. I call my wife and say, Jack is in town. I'm coming home for lunch. we coming home for lunch. My wife said, mm-mm, don't do that anymore. I said, why? She said, because I have to count how many fish I cook in two days. Yes. <laughs> She's a smart woman. She, she's a manager. <laughs> right. I have to count how many fish I cook in two days. I have to count how many wings I'm putting in the, in the thing because yeah. I can't just put wings like I used to or, or put fish like I just used to. Like so after lunch, we have three, four, five, you know, snapper there or, 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 or vola there. Or, no, no. I have to count. One for me, one for, one you, for you, one for half for this one, and that, that's what I'm going to cook. Now, when you come to that, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. the squeeze. The squeeze is real. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and that is what I want us to look at uh, from, the, from the picture, the whole mm -hmm. picture. On the telephone, good evening, you're connected. Pastor. Yes. Can you remember Mr. Joseph from Laplin? You said that long before he died. Yes. And it wasn't like that yet about his wife have to cut the wings in two mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right 
Yeah. You can remember we used to go to, she went to buy a hundred dollar groceries. They would have to take boxes mm-hmm. to pack your groceries. Now a little plastic, I can hold it with my finger. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when you realize those things, the clappers doesn't mean anything because there are clappers that everywhere Roosevelt's carried go, they follow him to clap. They are the clappers. They stay like that. Mm-hmm. So don't be frightened. Mm-hmm. They follow Roosevelt to clap for Roosevelt. And this is the government that has been Dominica down to his, its knees. And this is the government that has gotten more money in government since every other government. And where is the money? You cannot know where it goes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. One of the things that I want to do, which is something I do all the time, Jack, you see this pleasure yacht thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping in the next 12 months that I can find the statistics on that. How many pleasure yachts were bought by Dominicans? Where are they? Okay. How much duty did we forfeit? And what employment have they created? What are the benefits to the nation? I don't know any now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know any now. So if somebody can tell me, I'd be happy. Right? We are not, we are not Antigua even. We are not St. Martin. I mean, I mean, people come down to total to rent a yacht. Yeah, right. right. Okay. Now, if we were in that circumstance where somebody comes to rent a yacht, that's a business. Right. Okay. That's why I want to know how many people are employed. And they rent a yacht in Totola because you come to Totola, you want to go to Anigada, uh, you want to go to Neck Island, you mm. want to go to this island, you want to go to that island, so you rent a yacht. You, you have breakfast in one island, you lunch in another, another island. island. I and mean, I, I like that. I do, I do have to rent a yacht. I take a speedboat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I will come from Totola, I'll go to, to Virgin Gorda, I will take a speedboat to Neck Island, I will take a speedboat to where I mean, so I can't rent a yacht, okay? Right. right. Now you have that kind of business. So, so if you can show me that there is a downstream, one of the reasons why our economy is, is tanking is because it's the top people that have the money in their banks, put, building their hotels, doing their business, and employing Chinese and, and everybody else who work for them and not Dominicans. When the money was grassroots, when Jack was working for, for BDD, mm, right, British European Division, yeah. Jack used to drive a Land Rover for BDD, you know, where you see he playing as yeah. he's a president there, he doesn't drive anymore. <laughs> he used to drive a Land Rover for BDD. Okay. Right? When Jack was working for BDD, he was driving everywhere and everybody had a little portion of fig there, some dash in there, a little tanya there, some red beans and true. And I come in home all loaded. And everybody was selling something. The economy was from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, the, the top of the economy not going nowhere. It just told there. So those who are rich with passport money are extremely rich. Right? Somebody from overseas asked me a question some time ago. They said, I want you to explain to me this thing about passport. So I tried to explain to them. They said, but wait a while. Um, Pastor Rodney, is the passport the property of the state? My answer is, I believe so. So he says, how can the property of the state, he says, call it what you want. How could somebody get citizenship, which means that they become now uh, uh, owner of the state. But the people who have the benefit of that are the are private citizens. He says, I don't understand that equation. I said, well, our government have a special mathematics for it. 
Okay, I mean, in one country, they used to call it voodoo economics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what economists would call it. We have a special. And that's where we are. But so that money stays at the top, Matthew. Think about yourself when you were a little younger, yeah. right? When, you know, maybe after mm. Jack was working for BDD and so on. People mm. could buy Comroso and buy. I remember working at Astafans, Jack. At J. Astafan uh. Company. At, at those times, there were not, no laws about how much money you could carry. Mm. Fella came to buy a pickup. Yes. With, with his money in his bag. Mm -hmm. Brought yes. it for, and they called two of us to count money. 20 something thousand dollars in money. Cash. And he's not marijuana he was selling. He wasn't selling cocaine. That was his dashing money, his fig money that every time he get it, he putting it somewhere. I don't know if it's fit I Kai or wherever. Count that money cash. I've seen that. Um, um, to say. I don't remember his first name now, in, all the way in Cassie Bruce. And these guys would come down now to St. Lambert Toussaint. Mm -hmm. Lambert Toussaint was one of the relatively good farmers in, in Cassie Bruce. The only downside to Lambert is when he comes to Roseau <laughs> and he get his money before he go up, he, he tight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he under it. He's <laughs> <don't> cold, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but, but these guys would come down, um, what's his name, Esprit in, in Bells, mm. right? I remember writing a spread check from Wincrop, his benefit. And a um, couple of weeks after, he said, Gas, I buy that, you know. I mean, I plant the figure already, so I buy that. The man buy a brand new Corolla from Captain Philip, wherever, wherever it was. I mean, for, for his, but he just got his money. That was his money. He didn't walk up no step with no collar shirt to get it. Mm -mm. That was his money he worked for. How many farmers do you think in Dominica can do that now? <laughs> I don't know, no. Because I'm a farmer. I'm a full time I, farmer. I don't know, Jack. You know? I really don't know. I don't know. And I, can I don't have one name. I don't mm. have one name. I can tell you. Because I am very familiar with farmers. I mean, I, that is what I, I worked on the field. I, I, you worked on the field and you know farmers. Even though you were not, at the time I wasn't farming, but I'm acquainted with farmers and they remember me from the plantation. I don't have one name. In Rosa, you see, they'll heal you up and tell you, you know, they remember you. I don't have one. I don't Matthew and Mary. Jack, the truth them. is, I have driven Matthew, recently. I know a lot of farmers, but I can tell you, I can't tell you any farmer that I know at this time that can do what you talk about. That is about. rolling down like we used to. Yeah. You know? I was on the farm every week. Now, it's true. Almost I mean, every day in the week. I mean, you have, we have had some challenges, but St. Lucia is still exporting bananas. Yeah. Okay? Not in the skill that they used to, but they're still exporting bananas. Right? You go to any one of the Windward Islands and there's still some semblance of agriculture. I mean, recently Dominicans used to go, the Hoxas used to send for, for Tanyan Dashin or whatever it is. In yes, I even said. Like, seriously? Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. So, so, so something is not right with the management of the economy. And my concern, Jack, is that our help that we are providing, and, and, and like this person who called rightly said, that our help that we're providing I am concerned that we do not continue to create mendicancy. Mendicancy. Yeah. Because some people are some people waiting for government for a house, they're waiting for government for a job, they're waiting for government for that, they're waiting for government mendicancy for and dependency. Like bill, they're waiting for government to that, bury their we people. Are very, when it comes to open arms, we are very sensitive to that. And um, although my, my chief um, case study worker is in, in Texas right now, she must be listening tonight. And that, that, that lady used to do such a fine job. Like, if we dispense some money, you do it with a, 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 a 
clean heart. You know that money is going to her because there is no bubble in the case study that she did. Can she investigate somebody? Yeah. And now I have to rely let, on Let's take that like call, Matthew. Pastor Jack. Good evening. Yeah. On the telephone, you're connected. Good, good evening. Yes, good evening. When you ask how many farmers to do that, were we asking an improper question? Because all the ministers of government now, in the cabinet now, are farmers. They're the ones getting all the plants, all the propagated plants. Mm -hmm. They're the ones taking all. They're the ones eating everything. <laughs> they are farmers. And, they, and they're doing it now. Mm -hmm. They have yacht. They have all kind of boats, big boats and so on. <laughs> so this set of farmers can do that? All right, so, so there are some farmers who, but what farmers? You see, if you have farmers, they must be selling legitimately. Yeah. Okay? And, and that's what I say to people. Um, our farmers used to sell legitimately, right? So whether they sold for hucksters, Jack, mm -hmm. or they sold for geese, or, or they sold, sell at the Russo market, they were selling. Now, um, what we have, if they are farmers, like I said, I see quite some FAs all over the place, and I see some fancy vehicles with FAs as well, which seem to, to, to say that it's a farm vehicle. However, what is happening on the farm is something else. Where the farm is, I, 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 I have been driving around Dominica for some time, and, and I have looked where, at least where there used to be farms. I went to Maragot some time ago, drove through, drove up to Wesley, mm -hmm. right? I, I went up the, the Joburton Road, right? right. I, I went to Woodford Hill and drove up there because that was my pastime, right? My pastime as a field officer, Jack, was mm -hmm. my boss used to say, everywhere you see a road, just drive. Drive. Go and see what's there, right? So, so we, ha we, we used to do that all the time, just go and drive. I mean, I've got stuck a couple of times, but... You know, I think I got stuck at one when I had a serious uh, situation. I got stuck in Lacqua all the way up the all top there, right, all right, the way up right. the top there, and it was mm. five o'clock in the afternoon, yes, sir, with a four wheel drive. <laughs> and I didn't have no mobile telephones there. <laughs> Fortunately, Emil Thomas, who's dead now, who's dead now, had a, <laughs> a, 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 a Willis Jeep, <laughs> something like that. And Emil Thomas helped me out. I never forget that day, right? That's what we're supposed to do, drive and check. Jack, I've been making some wrongs, and I don't know. I cannot see, like, organized farming like you used Dominica. to know it. I can't see that. On telephone, good evening. You are connected. Yes, good evening, Pastor. Yes, mm -hmm. good evening. Um, very good program. I think that program should just continue but through. I think it should have... Endeavor, it should endeavor to be as a two-edged sword, always speaking on the side of truth, regardless of who on whose truth it says. But mm -hmm. it should always be on the side of truth. Um, on the question of the duty concession for pleasure craft, I think that is something that has been um, needed for a long time. You know, I know, for example, in the Portsmouth community that. Voting is what people are into. And if you all w want to go on a tour, whether to secret secret beach or to to carry or wherever, there are people already local people who provide that service. So there's already a business that's existing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, one of my disappointments was that the people mentioned as those who lobbied for that um, concession, it was never, the parent for that area was not mentioned. This suggests to me that it is not in touch with the, the young men in that area because whenever you would buy a pleasure craft, be it a yacht or a speedboat or whatever, uh, you have to buy it back from the customs. The duty is 100, maybe 100. I don't know what it is now, what I know mm -hmm. for pleasure. Anything under the category of pleasure. The, the duty is about 100%. And you basically have to buy it again. People with money, that's not a problem for them. But people who are looking for an opportunity to, to do something for a living in a field that they, that is their field. You know, a farmer, a person who likes planting will go into farming. A person who likes the sea would, would, will think of um, doing tours. You know, and he wasn't mentioned as one of those people who lobbied for that, and that was my disappointment. Okay. You know, but it is, if it, it is an, an industry, it will have a trick long effect. Actually, you can go to Portsmouth, don't take my word for it, mm. go to the fisheries jetty and ask whether you can get a yacht to go on a tour, and then come on the program and, and give your findings. Okay. You know? I, I will do that, and I'm glad that you. You, you you give that intervention. Like I said, I need to know because I know what happens in, you know, in the BVI. It, as far as that's concerned, I don't know that what's happening here. But what you're talking about here are, are smaller boats, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about yachts. Um, okay. 30-something foot yacht, 40 foot yacht. Okay. No, I'm talking about yachts. Okay. There is an, I mean, there are people presently providing this service. I mean, they cannot depend on it 100%. Wow. But as a matter of fact, a lot of Dominicans are going on those stores. If you go, if you go on YouTube, you'll find people who who do blogs showing they go on a tour. Okay. You know, be it on a yacht or uh, one of the things that happened during COVID is that the the fellows who serve the the, the, the yachties, you know, take them on tours of the Indian River, maybe um, Secret Beach and these places, mm -hmm. who are out of business, and. What happened is that a lot of Dominicans began going on those stores, you know? Okay. So, so um, it really, I mean, they were hard. I mean, a lot of Dominicans, and you can again go on YouTube. I will. Check blogs, and there are people who showed themselves on tours mm -hmm. on those boats, you know? Thank, thank, th thanks for enlightening us. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, good, 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 good. Very good well, information. I'm, I'm very ignorant as to that. To what extent that industry is thriving in Dominica, I have no mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know about a duty-free thing about the yachts. Um, I was yeah. somewhere in Mars. Um, so I, I don't know. I am very ignorant as to that, so I can't say anything to that. Well, I never go to Mars when it comes to those things. Mm -hmm. I pay attention. The truth is um, I listen to what I think is important for them to listen to. Yeah. So I will listen to the Prime Minister presenting well, you the I'm budget. Sure. Um, I will listen to the November 3rd speech. I don't listen to political utterances. I, I turn off um, uh, crass political utterances. I don't do that. I don't listen to conversations on, on one of the radio stations about nothing because it's not educational. So I don't listen to that. And I don't encourage people to listen to it. Um, if you have good conversation, you know, count me in. Uh, pro, pro or against, I don't care. If it's good conversation, count me in. If, if you're not denigrating people for the shirt they're wearing or the clothes they, they, they have or the house they're living or where they are, you know, then, then, then we can talk. We can talk issues. Um, so I, I pay attention to that because it's important for me to do that. I, I, I provide leadership to, to, to Dominican people mm -hmm. and I need to be able to tell them, you know, you see this budget here, you need to 
sharpen your skills here, sharpen your pencils. Now you have to cut your pencils in two if you have small children. Mm -hmm. And let's go back to the days when you used to cut the Kanpad exercise book. You all remember that now? Of mm -hmm. course. Cut the Kanpad exercise book in two. Yeah. And just to make sure the child have, you know, a piece of, a thing. Piece of thing and a piece of uh, pencil mm -hmm. for him to go to school. If that's what it is, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but, but, so I need to know that. And that's why I, uh, in conversation with my wife, she, she thought that we would do the program that we have started, and I will talk to some of you off air, to two of you off air, when when I leave here, because um, um, we're thinking of expanding this, and um, we're hoping that we can get some sponsors to to mm -hmm. to, to help right. help with that. Because some of these children is, need to go to school. Yeah, school is, reopens. It is, it is a great need. Yeah, school reopens in two weeks. Yep, in two and a half weeks, right? And like I said, some children still don't have books. They don't have school bags. They don't have this, and they don't have that. And 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 I, I I I don't know if my heart can take a child going to school, sitting at the desk without a book and without a bag, f to start with, the whole internal feeling. Even if no other children do, no other child will tell them nothing. Yeah. Just the feeling for that child, yeah, mm -hmm. is best to stay home. Yeah. <coughs> right. And yeah. and I would not like to see that. So yeah. those of you out there, if if you can help. Uh, that's that. That's a cry for help, really and truly, to help these unfortunate children. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. Well, what, we what started we this do? thing uh, yeah, um, definitely uh, from what from we our do. We have always community. well for yeah. years, for many many years, we have always covered our community. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember it was my niece and I once we saw a child was walking and and out of just talking casually, we say, you know, we're going to start a program. Called Souls of the Ground. Souls of the Ground. I remember, right. I remember, remember that. I remember that yes. Right, and and that's up to now. No child. First of all, no child from our church. No child from our church supposed to go to school like an underprivileged child. Not only that, you yeah. go out, you you have shoes. Souls of the Ground is shoes. So right now in my in my um, I have in store shoes already, that, but. It has to be targeted to which child because every child is the same size. Right. So, but we have to know which child that child would have gone to school mm -hmm. with inappropriate shoes, right? Not the right shoes. We make sure you have that. But in our church, every child represents our church because they don't. If they know the parents just passing by the church, that child is up to criticism. Mm -hmm. If the child appears without the right uniform, how Pastor Jack and them. Mm -hmm. Pastor Jack and them. So yeah. I, I presented that to the church. They don't talk about even the parents. They talk about Pastor Jack and them cannot see the child and um, to send the child to school like that. So we make sure every child has the right uniform, yeah. the right sack, sho shoes, and clothes. If you form a church, that is covered already. And also, we have a, a, a system where the, the parents come together and they swap books. They know who's going to um, form one, who's going to form two, and they make sure they send the group. Or they'll send and tell me, I have form two books. Find out who in the yeah, we do that, that as well, yeah. from free books. So right. we cover that. But mm -hmm. I'm talking about the other children in the community. Right. We have what you call um, the back to school program. Mm -hmm. But the community is so small that we would know. Right. Apart right. from that, then we use out the over. We say if you can stay in your house and you can stay in another house, you are the ambassador for the area. So that means you should know every child that is in every house you can see from your house. And you should know whether the child has books to go to school, back to go to school, whatever the child has, and then you report back to base to report that we need. We don't need to. We tell our members there are such ambassadors that if you sit on a bus and they overheard a conversation, and mother talking about oh she, I'm got this occasion that, 
you have to we should have a script you take a note mm -hmm. get a number and you this is your department right you are to investigate that case or if you can't ever you say why well, pastor i cannot go by them we would hand it over to now well she's not there now to the main what we call them um, case study worker and then because in dominic to me matthew dominic is yes. too small Dominica is too small. Grand Bay has about maybe three, three thousand people or so, and we have Christians. We really different. We have Mabushi, Tetlali, um, Balapak. You should know how many people are around you, or the children that go to school around you. Right. And Monday morning, where we are, you can see the child as a school a shoe that is laughing. We need to bring their shoe to the dentist, and you know, get something done. It's not something extravagant. You have to just, do. Just we, get we, them something. We used to have the program um, before yeah. COVID where um, one day, I think the Friday before, we will have a big, big, big thing going on. Every child will come and we know, we know what to give in prison to the child. But even without that, I believe it can be done. If Matthew yes, tells me, Matthew, let's say Matthew have 10 members in um, Marigot. They don't all live together. They are scattered over Marigot. Mm -hmm. They should ask Christian, we should train our members to to help the neighbor. That's all. We didn't ask you to buy anything, but you can cast an eye and see on Monday morning school open and this child have a washout shirt. Yeah. How much will it cost? How much will it cost to buy a shirt for one child? You can't buy shirts for all the children. children yeah. But there is somebody who can say, I'm not going to eat KFC. I'm going, buy, I'm going to sacrifice th that KFC there. So we're going to have a shirt drive. We need somebody comes with. We need four shirts, three pants. Who wants to buy a pair of shoes? And just right. like an auction, we do that on Sunday morning and we cover the place. And you yeah. can get it done in Grand Bay. Once Denver, you have Baxter, the heart Baxter. to get it done, you will get it done and it can be yeah. done on the telephone. Good evening. You are connected. Yes. Good evening. Good yeah. Evening. Yes. Good evening. One comment and one question. <laughs> My question has to do with a statement I think I heard Brother Randy made where he said that not everything in the Bible is the word of God. So I'd like him to explain that mm -hmm. um, to me or to us. And secondly, um, he had issue with people questioning demon possessed people, you know, like asking them questions and so forth. But it is not um, necessarily or it is not unscriptural seeing that Jesus did that in Mark 5 um, and that account can be read from verse 6 to 13, you know? Um, so I just wanted to highlight that to him and then to ask him to explain what he means by not everything in the Bible is the word of God. Thank you. Okay. Um, I can answer those two questions already takes us off script. Uh, but... Um, um, many things in the scripture is not God's quote. Okay? Um, curse God and die. Right? That's not God's quote. Uh, there's a popular one that I use sometimes uh, to people all the time. Job said when he lost, he says, God gives and the Lord takes. Mm -hmm. That's not God's quote. That's Job's quote. Okay? So there are some things in scripture that are people's quote. These are not God's words. Okay? Um, and there is God's word in the scripture. Okay? I, I hope I've answered that. 
um and there are lots of other examples Matthew. yeah yeah i i think what i think the, the the problem here i'm certainly sure what the caller might be thinking about is because it's in the bible most people think that once it is something that's in the bible it has to be that god said it. not only said it but that god is in agreement with it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and so because god and so i think i think the understanding here is not that it is not in the bible but that not everything that is written in the bible that god is in agreement with right so when you when you read a statement you know you would have to understand that that statement is in the bible but it is sometimes for you to be aware of sometimes for you to be cautious sometimes for you to turn away it is not that god is in agreement with that statement i think that's what you meant when you said that i remembered when you made that statement. still what i meant right, right? Which, right. which 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 is the same thing it's true right. that not every word that's in the bible is god's word right now okay and and, right. and and that that for me is simple that you just sit and say certain things of course of course of course mm -hmm. and then oh, there are many things there that that's, that's really not many, 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 many things, things. Mm -hmm. many many yeah. things uh, the other question that he uh you well the comment that you alluded to is but what we were saying on the program what i said was that some people want to have a conversation with a demon possessed people that's absolutely unnecessary right um and what you refer to jesus ask questions and make demands when he encountered um an evil spirit okay there was not conversation and when i say that i mean that people have conversations want to have a conversation where you come out who send you there and and what's your name and have a long conversation with demons that is not necessary i i don't have conversations with demons and, and the thing about i it, address them and the thing about it also too is jesus didn't do that all the time right you know when he dealt with the exactly. old concept of deliverances so so the thing is it's not really you know i mean there are times in fact for all my years of ministry and deliverances i have only i think twice i have experienced that situation where i have literally spoke to what was happening at the time mm -hmm. twice out of which we're talking about what 27 years of many many deliverances mm -hmm. so so what you find in the scripture when jesus dealt with deliverances not many times in fact there were specific reasons why he did that he but did so those what, steps. what was he referencing in mark chapter five i don't remember i, exactly I, I don't remember the reference he did mm -hmm. but but i remembered yeah i remembered what it is and so the thing about it is that not every time you deal with different deliverances or deliverance situations where you have to ask the demons you know what's going on what's happening or do you want to come out the way you came from it, it doesn't always you know what i'm saying uh, of course there's a lot of um there's a lot of the the um the hype that goes on with with um with so-called um you know um especially when we view you know the um the the medium of of um of social media and and all that goes on with the whole concept of deliverance and so you know people get caught up into the whole idea but the thing is we, we it's not always always um a, a way that jesus dealt with demons right and, and, and the the principle is still the same the principle yeah. for me in scripture is the same um there are times when you are speaking to somebody and in that conversation you will receive a, a, an answer or answers that immediately alerts you that you're now talking to a spirit a demonic spirit right. yeah a demonic spirit no no that, that that that's a different issue right because in our our um um quest or mm -hmm. in in our questioning of an individual who comes to us we don't just jump and say that, that that's a demon we have a 
conversation right. with the individual and in questioning you realize mm -mm, that answer is not from a human being right that right. answer is from a spirit and I, then, I was i was <coughs> in a situation one time randy and um while i was dealing with the situation i remembered it was a young girl and all of a sudden the voice changed from a young girl to a grown man mm -hmm. and i suddenly realized that i wasn't speaking to the young right. girl you know, and you'd yes. know that you'd know, you know that but my my take on that was i can't remember who was the lecturer um and so you hear many things when people teach and preach mm -hmm. but something stay with you right and that stayed with me because um said if you're speaking to the devil the devil never speaks the truth mm -hmm. so what do you expect him to tell you so you can ask if you're speaking to the person while they're under the influence of satanic power mm -hmm. they will never tell you the truth they might whatever they tell you, you might take might not be the truth so if that's not thing to con have a conversation with them because they keep on lying but you can if when you have cast out the demon or see put it under your power you might get the person talking to you right but you should be careful to analyze when the demon is talking, talking to you and, and let, let no, me just no. give an example jack i don't know if you remember mm -hmm. that and that was maybe 30 years ago that mm -hmm. was probably was the first time that i i, I had a, a, an a, encounter an encounter with you yeah in Pichle. right right when we when we thought jack was under the influence you said with him not jack okay. when i say with him he was <laughs> we were in each other's company okay. <laughs> <laughs> right and w w one time when we thought that that um, this young man was delivered right we asked him would you want some milk he said yes i want some milk i want powdered milk <laughs> yes <laughs> you know when when you start to talk to the person he I said know. what you mean you want powdered milk in his water no he said bring the powder for me yeah you say okay <laughs> something not right you know it's like i had a similar situation but it is this time it is a situation where we had we had already cast out six demons from a particular um woman and then all of a sudden, the woman said, thanks, thanks, I am free at last. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, mm -mm. that's a lying spirit. <laughs> you see what I mean? And then, and then I turned to her and I said, you lying demon. And as soon as I said that, she started speaking in another voice. Yeah, of course because the strong man was still there yeah you know and, and so so you're right a lot of the times you, are, you have to be you more. know they, 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 you have to always be 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 alert alert and you have to be receptive to the holy spirit because demonic spirits will lie they, because they, they will lie because they, they they are under the influence because they are demonic the, spirits <laughs> of the liar yeah of the liar right. now, let, let's 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 go right back to the conversation we're having i'm glad that we answered the question yeah. let's go right back to the conversation we're having in the next few minutes that we have here on on the program this evening right uh, jack we began that conversation and i kept saying initially um let us think critically right because we've been talking about that subject for some time and i'm hoping that all people are are following with us as we think critically this is not to when we say think critically it's not to criticize Anybody. it's to it's to have us think bring the information on and think about it now i want to draw from the conversation this evening with the gentleman who called to inform us for example that we have some of this pleasure craft mm -hmm. business happening in Portsmouth. 
neither neither of us knew about that, right? No, and I didn't know about that. Right. So so we'll we'll confirm it and investigate it, and mm. I will ask a question. I'll probably go for a ride one of those days. Mm. Right, and uh, whether they cat are categorized as pleasure craft, whether these boats who go up, for example, up the Indian River pleasure uh, crafts, uh, or, or uh, whether those who go across to where yachts going crafts. up to Indian River, well, not yachts, okay. certainly not yachts, but he said that, that there is that that um, uh, that facility where you can actually go there and rent a yacht, right? Um, I mean, that's that'd be excellent. Um, and and he also made the caveat on this that um. It is not that they are making it out of that. So, so although that is happening, the the economic turnover might not be as vibrant as as other businesses. It might just be, you know, to hold your hand if you like. On the telephone, good evening. You're connected. Pastor Rodney, I'm the man who spoke about the people who go on a pledge on like take boats in Portsmouth, the yachts to go certain places. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, we did that on two occasions, not in Portsmouth, but it was from Anchorage, right. we rented from the hotel Anchorage or um, Evergreen, because mm -hmm. we had a group that we paid our money to them people, and we went on a cruise around the, maybe from the church in Rosu, maybe to some year down, what do you call it, down there, your village area? Kulibistri? Yeah. Okay. That's what we did. But it was from the hotels in the south. We rented them to our group rented them to different on two different locations. We rented them um both. Have a blessed night. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now now there are few of those happening. Now, now, now that you now that you mentioned that, um um, how you call how they call themselves Anchorage as well I think yeah we have uh, done that. I think a few years ago quite a number of years ago our ladies group took our men right on a wheel watching tour right I did that and um, we had a Father's Day yeah, something right. on on the boat you know I don't like boats so, so yeah Jack you know my problem with boats. I know <laughs> um, I have to drug myself if I have to be on boats so but I I, I do the strangely I do the BVI thing very well maybe because of the short distances. I noticed that I didn't do very well on that BVI. Thing. Yeah I do the BVI thing very well maybe, maybe because of short distances. <laughs> my, my wife was annoyed with me because I, I, I didn't like it at all. I was getting I was getting wet with the speedboat and I thought that I was coming to another kind of boat that I was sitting kick back relax drink and eat. But I, I I don't know. Maybe I maybe it's because of short distances. Mm. I I don't do badly. Quite yeah. frankly, I, I I didn't do well on that. I I don't do badly at all. I mm. I, I go to the various restaurants um, on the boats and um, fairly well. But 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 you know so 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 subject to correction. Those things. My question is: those things have to you know mm -hmm. show up itself in the in the GDP, in, in, in the gross domestic product, in, in, in what's happening in the economy, is it trickling down to the people? And, and, and how are we... How does know, it affect our economy? How does it affect us? For, for uh, that to be a major area... Area of concentration. Of, of why, concentration why would you on, want on, to concentrate on that, on that aspect? So, so, but if it's, if, it's, if it's profiting some people, um, if it's profiting, profiting people, especially those who are who are down in the income scale yeah, then I, I am i am i am happy yeah, okay yeah. okay let, let, let's let's make sure we establish that mm. all right now so i was saying that that we, we we're talking about that from a perspective of critical thinking and so now we we need to begin or people need to begin to think of how do you employ yourselves how do you how do you begin to to use what you have 
um, to to earn you some 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 money. Um, now, if all of us gonna do the same thing, then it's good for nothing. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, and so that's why there must always be some organization for agriculture. I mean, if my understanding is correct, right, Jack? Right. Because if all of us figure it's raining now, let's all go and plant dashing. When the dashing good, then saturating. Then all of us can eat the, the dashing, right? <laughs> so, so, so there must be some sort of organization. There must be some sort of of management, if you like, of what we do and how we do it. Um, I have encouraged all people, for example, to begin to get into to planting some things in the backyard, because yeah. uh, the way that things are going, you now need to see how you can save on on purchasing. Now, once that begins to happen, and that is why, you know, government in the macroeconomy is important, you know, Jack. Once that begins to happen, it's also going to have a debilitating effect on those who order things to sell. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right? Because the, the less things we buy from the supermarket is the less profit they make. But also it will have an effect on the farmers who live on farming. Right. Because I, 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 I well, I'm a farmer. Mm -hmm. So, um... When, when everybody was hippie people hurrying for all the seeds they were giving after Maria, um, I told my people, um, from my farming perspective, it's not going to help us because mm -hmm. everybody has everything you sell. Everybody had cucumber, everybody had, because people were calling me not for, for produce, they were calling for soil. soil. As they would bring them a bag of soil, bring them some manure, bring them something, rose of people. Mm -hmm. And um, I know, well, in three months' time, there's going to be a glut on the market. Right. And and there was, because it really affected us indirectly because everybody had what you were selling. So as a farmer, you were not... Even, and the supermarket people themselves grew what you would sell to them before. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Almost all the supermarket people, I was surprised. as It affected them for true in terms of people buying less of their imported goods, but also they too were not buying yeah. from from the local farmers as 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 you think so right. and the prices they were offering you at that time was like dead prices mm. you know which whereas you have off where you have invest so much but look at now a bag of fertilizer that used to be fifty dollars a hundred and something dollars mm. in a bag in a half bag mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. little bag you see there is a hundred and something dollars so what can you do with that to bring you an income from carrots and tomatoes where we we don't even have the people to consume it right. and every supermarket in dominica is ordering a container <laughs> from nicaragua from yes. peru from everything and all mm. and when you ask the purchasing officer the local purchase officer they have yep. they are bold they tell well we get we just get a container we can buy from you from broccoli to the only things i've not heard and um i personally because i'm from many years been told was um maybe local seasoning right. and when i went by a certain supermarket i saw what they call um they give it another name um oregano or something mm -hmm. and but they were ordering puzzly right in dominica puzzly now you go there and, and you watch people um i used to go to the supermarkets that i supply and make sure my pro products are properly distributed they are like on the shelf in proper and i would go by the person who says and they can tell you that and some some may be listening tonight they they i irritated them a lot because i said if you put the, my product on the shelf like that you are not going to 
um, allow the customers to purchase from me. And when you not purchase from me, I'm not going to get an order from you for the next two weeks. Or it's going to stay and you're going to say it's spoiled. You know? And you would watch people pass the local products. The Dominicans are talking. I mean, I'm not telling you things I see. I would go to Rosu and go to supermarket to supermarket where I supply them with stuff and watch it. They would pass the local products and put imported parsley in the, in the cut, you know. And then I would hear them on the radio and I said, oh, hypocrite. You are the one saying they shouldn't import carrots, but you want, the carrots you want to buy is only from Godbrook. And when I saw local carrots in Dominica, not only what I produce from other farmers, I said, but I don't even see why we could have, the size of the carrot, we could, I never knew we could produce those big carrots in Dominica. When I started farming, they used to say we cannot produce broccoli or um, cauliflower in Dominica. Man. They used to say that. I used to go to certain supermarkets used to buy that regularly from us. And you know how we got that? We started selling the broccoli in retail on the market itself. And then people would prefer to buy it from the market than the big head of things that we would sell at the supermarket. And after Dominicans realized, of course we can make broccoli. People in my area would not plant those things. But like I'm never I'm, a, I'm the kind of guy who would try it, and I think the um, these people up there, good Jewel people, first started to do that, and I watched it, and I said, of course, Jewel should be in the same vein with us and the Bellevue vein. So if they right. can do that, we can do that. And there is nothing I've not tried in 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 in, in that everything people say you can't do, like from onion to garlic. The only thing I've not tried is apples. Which I've heard about. And, and, not and I understand that Mr. Louis mm -hmm. uh, has had some success with apples. Well, you see what I mean? Yeah. So, but um, it is not an easy road to farming in Dominica. Almost the whole structure is almost make it impossible to farm in Dominica. Like everything that can be done to make it difficult to boost up the big bolters and the supermarkets, it is going their way. But for the local farmer like Mr. Louis and myself and all the people, I don't even put my sentence in category of Mr. Louis. But um, everything is almost impossible. The cost of seeds, the cost of pesticide, you have to try not to use those things. You have to try not to use fertilizer. You know, um, during maybe a work season like now, um, you, if you have to, but the more you can stay away, but the quality of production that you provide, it takes more labor. And labor right. is where your money right. goes. Right. You know, um, the Haitians aren't going to work for you now. They, they want to charge you $80 right. to spend a morning with you. Not right. to, uh, this work, you know. No, no, no. Just to spend the morning with you. 12 o'clock, that's it. To, they want to go home. And then Dominicans are allowing it. You know, are allowing it. I'm saying basically the farm. Because what will you sell? Um, like that, if you have two, at least two Hitchens working for you and you pay them $80, that's like $500 a week for one person, you know? And um, do you make a $1,000? How many farmers make a $1,000 on the market on a, on, on a Saturday? But you're a farmer, and, and, and we don't have a lot of time, but but, but let, me, let me use just what you say to ask mm. a, a question of you to answer that, because what I've noticed happening now is it seems to me that these Haitians who you don't employ to work for you for eighty dollars a day somebody has give them their two acres of land and they and, be turned and they right they go to farm it 
and they work all day. Yes. And they come out with crops and mm -hmm. they they go to sell their They're farmers. much better than Dominican farmers. Why is that so? I don't know. Because um they would soon if they come to work for you, um sooner or later they're asking for a piece of land. Sooner or later they're asking or your neighbor who is not working his your adjacent well, crop. I think it goes back all all through profit too, if you think about it. Because like Jack is saying, they work for a couple hours in the morning. But then for themselves. They, they finish with all day for all themselves. Day. And when they finish in the garden, I'm telling you those things I heard, I saw. To go home, they have to use they the need light, light in yes, their phone. From their phone to go home. To go home. So. And they will work at this work, not at the same strength. That will work for you. What they will do for you for the whole day, they will do for it for, for themselves in an hour. I have seen that next to me. I would I, say, listen, I, I, you look at the lot and you say, did they do that last night? You left them... You left the morning, afternoon, and you know? they did, yeah. Let, let's take that telephone next call. Morning. Good evening. You are connected. Let's uh, do that. Yes. Uh, sorry, you're gone. Sorry. Sorry, you're gone. Jack, I have always wondered about that. And um, I'm trying to grow some of our Dominican people into a new work ethic. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. Very. Right? It's very, very difficult. But, and, and I'm not discriminating against anybody. I just feel that that mode doesn't work very well with me. Mm. That you con me into, play, into paying you something and you don't give me value for my money. No, you could never make money. And you turn around and want a piece of land from you, my neighbor. And then, you know, you, you work that land out. In competition with everything And some of the neighbors don't even know that by the time the Haitians finish with your land, you can't plant anything else on it. No. On the telephone, good evening. You are connected. You got 20 seconds with me. Yeah. Um, Megan, um, yes. Actually, I, on the question of not everything in the Bible, is the word of God, I am in agreement. Let, let, let me tell you that. You, you notice that's not what we're discussing tonight, right? I took a pause to answer your question. And I want to round up on the, on the, 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 the base of the conversation we're having. So we, well, we can take your questions about a time, all right? Yeah, but that is also critical thinking, you know. Mm. Go ahead and think. Yeah. Because um, last week was it when you 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 pastors were making certain admissions of in your early days of Christianity and now mm -hmm. you know changes and the things you don't believe. Right. I I was very pleased that you all were making that admission because that's what Christianity ought to be like that openness, okay. that frankness, you know. Mm -hmm. And. Um, when you made that statement, it was for me a good opportunity to bring that out because many people will tell you, oh, it's the word of God and blah, blah, blah. So I was happy when you brought that out. Okay. So I brought it out that you can expound on it a little more because it's very important that people understand that some things in the Bible are narrative, mm -hmm. you know? And you cannot say that that is the word of God. It's narrative is what you, you know, you, you put in between the story. Um, so it is critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's why I bring it up. And I didn't want to bring it up in another pro program. Okay. I wanted to close <laughs> it up here. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Good. All right. Thanks. 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 Uh, Jack, it's already 20, 20 minutes past 8 o'clock. And um, I think um, we, we, we need to, apart from um, just thinking, we need to apply more. After we think about things, to engage 
in practical programs. We have to make some application. To application. Yeah. Which is what we did tonight uh, with regard to where the economy is and how do we take care of these vulnerable children. And that's the practical aspect of, application. Of, of critical thinking, there, you know, right. which is which is which is so good because I think I think a lot of the times that we can come and um, and one of the sisters, you know, from our church called on the first call who made the, made a statement in terms of you know being able to teach people to you know to now not just hear a particular sermon and theoretically you know you know that you're going back with a good message but then you can go back thinking as so what do i do with what i just heard mm -hmm. and how i can apply this to my own personal life and, and i think a lot of the times one of the things that we've tried our best to do is to try to get people to think practically how do i what i just heard how do i apply apply what i have heard and to make it make sense to me so that at the end of it all that others around me can benefit and my own self can benefit and we've, we're hearing this and more than just anything is our church even i mean and you, you look at jesus life i mean in, in terms of the way that jesus jesus spoke and the people around him said nobody spoke like him yeah. and the reason why because he was very practical because to the to the prostitutes he he spoke purity to the drunkards he spoke you know um you know um to soberness you know to those who were who were demon possessed he spoke deliverance so he was very practical in terms of what he was you know portraying to the people of his day and 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 so to, to those who have need among us we ought to speak the need of the people in terms of ensuring that whatever we do at the end of it all they are able to benefit themselves and to be able to move from one point to the next i i, I heard pastor randy say a while ago um and it's so true you're trying to um teach our people a different mode mm -hmm. of doing things pastor randy is like extracting tooth and um our people I don't know for what reason, if, if it's in our DNA or what, we still have a lot of the plantation blood inside of us that we rather, and, and I, I said to somebody, maybe my forefathers were Chinese, and you, you know that very well, that um, they said if you see a Chinese um, come to a country, every time Dominicans and other Western people come to a country, they're looking for a job. They're always looking for a job. They want to remain under somebody. Mm -hmm. And we don't teach our children to be independent, to make, to look for business. And um, because of who I am in my DNA, in my blood, every, every drop of blood in me, um, there is a section in our church called Eagle Bees. That means we are eagleites, so we have Eagle Bees. The Eagle Bees people are literally, you can put it in all the sophisticated language. You know, are people who come together to know how to make money. You know, I mean, the raw sense of the word, that is it. How can you, we must stop criticizing and condemning and wondering and doing all the ins and we're not practically applying because I believe in my heart when God put an assembly together, it can be 12 people, all what they need to live is there. Among all these people, your source is right there. God brought you all together and is your lack of togetherness that is not allowing you to accomplish that which God wants to accomplish. I do not only, I believe not, I not brag about my assembly alone. Every assembly, that's my belief, that you have 12 people in the church, they each contribute to the body. Something. They are, you can be a hand, I can be a toe, you can be an eye, but that little assembly, you don't need 2,000 people. Right within there, if you pick the right people, you can come together and every single person in that, not one is drunk and one is hungry. You can contribute to that body, not only the body of Christ internationally,
to that body, you can make sure, because I really believe nobody, nobody in my church should go to bed hungry. Jack, nobody. Uh, I think you were, you were at yeah. that session in the Bahamas quite a number of years ago when Miles Monroe yes. made a comment, and, and, and I've never forgotten it. He said, every local assembly must be a reflection of the body. Yes. Every collection of church in a nation must be a reflection of the body. Mm -hmm. And we all <laughs> must also be a reflection of the body. body. I've, I've never forgotten. I'm convicted. I've never forgotten. I'm convicted. And, and, and strangely, I am teaching in my church now. Um, I am today's tool. Mm -hmm. And on Wednesday night, and those of you who are listening, you can drop by this Wednesday night because I'm continuing this. I actually presented a human body, mm -hmm. right? And with all the external body parts. And then... I, I made reference now to all the, the seven or eight body systems, the systems in the body. The systems in the body. The respiratory system, the system, the system. And the fact that every intricate part of all the systems work together for the systems to work well. But all the systems must now work together for the body to work well. Functional, yeah. Right? And when you put the whole thing together, the whole thing must function well. Mm -hmm. And that's where we must be. Gentlemen, we have four minutes. Uh, your closing comments, Matthew. Yes, I just want to say, you know, I think more than anything else, I know we've been speaking on practical, um, critical thinking over the past several weeks, but I think this is, this is important for all of us. As what you see happening around you in relation to where we are, what we're doing, it's important to take note so that life is not just a, a, a collection of words, but those words must must come to terms in terms of a practical way of applying what we see around us. And I just want to encourage everybody, you know, to just like you heard this evening, we can be an encouragement, we can be a source to somebody around us so that no one has to go hungry. I believe that um, I've been around the Bible for a few years and that not only does the scripture encourages critical thinking, but the scripture also encourages, especially James, practical applications of the principles that you have learned and i think it's time now the church while we look at the economy to be practical to to look at what really what reality is what is really happening in dominica and what we can do about it because i believe 2022 doesn't take god by storm he has already prepared us for he didn't surprise him and ask um, Gabriel for some Alcalado to rob him. He didn't do that. So um, he has already given us the wisdom and the principles by which we can live. Not just exist, by which we can live. He said, ask of me and I will give it to you. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and thank you very much for all of you. To all of you who've been listening to us this evening, we've come to another end of Kingdom Connection for tonight. We'll be back on your radio, God willing, next Monday evening for another edition of Kingdom Connection. My name is Randy Rodney. I'll be back on your radio myself on Wednesday morning for Rise and Shine. Tomorrow morning at 6, we'll be Pastor Casmus John for Rise and Shine. The next program, I think, that comes up tonight is in the spotlight with Fernando Frampton. You have a very blessed evening, every one of you. We hang our heads in shame. We ask who's to blame. All this morass of moral decay.
Leadership gone true. The police in a stew. 